How would we fix trophies? Let's find out together. Hello and welcome to episode uh, five of Triangle Squared. Uh, on today's episode, we kind of want to go over trophy guidelines and or I guess what we want to say is that there should be guidelines for how trophies should be structured depending yeah. on the type of game you have. Uh, this is based off of some common issues that have been happening lately where certain games are having it to where the platinum is impossible to get at a later date. Uh, you know, say that you come to a game three years later, you have issues. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to go over, obviously, this week's news and releases. Um, and, um, you know, that'll be the bulk of the show before that. So, uh, remember, this is Triangle Squared. Every Monday, there's a new episode at 12 p.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, we're available, obviously, on YouTube. Yep. Uh, and we're also available audio-only format on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Uh, so, yeah, if you'd like to listen to it audio-only, we definitely have those options available. No matter the device. Yep. So, um, obviously, I'm Brett, uh, and this is my esteemed co-host, uh, Saul Bridges. How you doing? Uh, Saul, this has been another one of those weeks where I haven't seen you at all, so I know you've been playing a little bit of different stuff. Yeah. What have you been playing this week? Uh, well, we got started in Persona 5 again, and got all the way through the first palace, forgot to save for about five hours, died, and put that game down for a little bit. I needed a break, so didn't want to backtrack for five hours, especially on my off day, so went in the living room and picked up Persona 4 Gold on my Vita and played that, and so I've been playing that through my Vita. Um, Persona to Persona. Persona to Persona. Um... Oh. One small question. Yeah, is that, that not weird? Because I've heard that there's obviously new mechanisms or new well, me- mechanics in um, in Persona Five that are not in Four. I'm so early in Persona Five that I'm not too sure if I've come across those mechanics yet. Well, They're, like ranged weapons and stuff. Have you not had those yet? Yeah, like the gun's kind of different because um, some enemies are weak to it, so it makes it easier to knock down some enemies than others. Yeah. Um, so it's it's weird. Uh, I actually think. Uh, Persona 5 is going to be a contender for game of the year for me from what I've played, but I still almost like Persona 4 Golden better. I just need to play Persona 5 more. You're nicer than I am. If I if I if that happened to me, and I know that's not the fault of the game, but if that happened to me, I'd probably be like, fuck it. Not yeah, that's just that's just anymore. a standard JRPG. You die and you didn't save. Um, yeah, I say I know that you're you started playing near a little bit again. I do know that. Right. Much. So since you started playing near, be careful because the same thing will happen in near. If you do not, luckily save. there's access points all around that I've seen. Well, yeah, I know, but you still have to save. Yeah, yeah. Just because you, you come into contact of an area that has that, right? You still have to go. You to quick still save. have to go save. Yeah, but still, at least the game kind of is like savings available. Yeah, and I, whereas I doubt Persona Five even really. No, you have to go to a specific safe room in yeah. a palace to save. So, um, but other than Persona Five or Four on the Vita on PS4, I picked up a physical version of Hyperlight Drifter. A yeah. Fantastic game. I highly recommend you play it if you uh, if you're a fan of either Zelda or Dark Souls because it has elements of both um and then like you said near so near has been uh pretty fun so far i'm two hours in and i'm 
I'm in like the second area. I would think this past the tutorial area. From so, here? Yeah, the desert. Yeah, yeah. You're still pretty early, but so, I mean, you haven't technically fought the first boss, if I'm not mistaken. No, because I think that's what the mission I'm on is. Well, okay. Technically, you, have, you fought the tutorial boss, but... Well, I don't, I don't ever count, count those, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what about you? What have you been playing? Okay, so last week I was talking about Far Cry Primal, and I loved it. The game is super good. Um, I got the Platinum on it, finally. The last trophies good, I had good. to get was... Uh, let's see. When I was down to two trophies, at least when I tweeted about it, I wanted to say I was. It was get all the skills. I know that that was the last trophy I had to get. Right, and then the platinum, of course. And then I can't remember the other one, but I got it. I got down to the point where I've had. I was having to grind because the game doesn't give you. Excuse me. The game doesn't naturally give you enough quest within its own build um, to get all the skill points you need for skills. Yeah. Uh, so what you end up having to do is actually just go out there and do stuff to try and grind, just kinda grind it out. Now, there's random stuff you can do with like requests that people have and stuff that just gives you decent experience. And then the experience ends up getting you every level you get a skill point. Interesting. Um, uh, and then obviously the more, uh, for people who've played it, uh, the more that you save other Winja is what they're called, but there are other people like your tribesmen. Right. Uh, for every 10 people that you get, for every 10 more population that you add to your camp, right. uh, you get 2% experience crease, uh, yeah. increase. So that was helping me because some of the requests I, would do, I was doing was having it to where I would end up getting 10 survivors in the long run of doing a few. And then I got to the point where it was like, oh, okay, so now I'm going up another 2% experience. So every time that I was doing something, I'd get a little more, a little more. Kind of just more. chain those experiences uh, it, It's one of those weird things that it's like the game encourages you to use its little... Uh, town building kind of right. Pop- I mean, I won't say like Fallout because it's much. There's a settlement that needs your help. It's much different, but it's it's still, I guess, in the same vein of like, well, there is a there's a meta game there if you care to get into it. Yeah, makes uh, sense. To get the platinum, you have to get into it a little bit because you have to upgrade the huts and stuff right. like I was showing you. Uh, but besides from uh, Far Cry Primal, I actually finally picked up. And this is, I've, I've been doing this like since we started the show almost. I've just been picking up all these games that I'd skipped out on that mm-hmm. I've heard so many good things about. I picked up Life is Strange. Um, and I don't know, I think I've talked to you about it before. Not over Life is Strange, but do you remember this PS3 game called Remember Me? And it was oh, like a brawler game. We Capcom did, published it. We did talk about that game recently. I just don't remember okay. what we talked about. Okay, well, anyway, it was weird because like they kind of dove through. Um, you wouldn't change the past, but like you could go in and you could change the way people remembered the past. Yeah, okay. I it was that. it was cool. Um, but I liked that game. It it wasn't necessarily like on fire, but it was a fun PS3 game, and the game was really pretty. It had a cool art style and a really really fun art. I mean, uh, fighting style. Now, obviously, this is a big change. Yeah, I was gonna say for, this for is a Don't Nod because it's very narrative driven. Yeah, but. One of my complaints um, for the Telltale games is that there's very... And while the stories are good, there's almost... When you control the character yourself, it feels clunky. In a way, yeah. And unresponsive, and it feels like it actually hampers the game. One of the great things about Life is Strange is that there's actually a lot of direct character control. uh, Often. Yeah. And because of the way the mechanics work is that... I mean, this isn't going to ruin anything for anybody. The basis of the game is that... You're a teenage girl at a high school in some town in, I want to say, Oregon. Uh, and then you have you find out you have the ability to, like, rewind time. And you can do it so... You can go so far back in time. It's, like, uh, maybe 30 seconds or whatever. Uh, and change and, like... Basically change what decisions you make and right. certain things that happen. Anyway, Which is interesting so, in, a game like, in a game like uh, this. But the game is super good. The story... Oh, every, every time that you read something about the game, people are like, the story is really good. It makes you want to cry. 
I didn't cry, but it was really, really well written. It oh. was uh, had a lot of twists and stuff. The game went a lot of different places. And for what they're doing with specifically kind of time travel, realistically yeah. what it is, they've done they did everything that you would ever have thought that they would have done, touch base with, with what you could do with time change. Now, the only thing about that is I don't know how or if they would even be able to make it, a season two. Is it convoluted? No, not really. Okay. No, I, mean, like, I don't want to get a dying dark. No, 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 okay. no, no. Okay. No, it's fine. Okay, um, good. But the game's really good. So if you want, you can just borrow it entirely. Well, episode you. one was free, right? Yeah, but I have the disc, so. Okay, yeah, I might I have to do disc. that. Um, so that, uh, I finally got the platinum on that. And actually, when I got the platinum on that, I got the platinum on Mod Nation finally. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but that was with Cody's Hill. I, I knew uh, you were trying. Yeah, I know you've been trying. So me for and him have been killing on that, trying to get it. Uh, anyway, so I got the platinum on there. Um, and actually, I'm going to tell you, it's a platinum I didn't completely earn on my own, to be transparent. <laughs> a little uh, bit of boosting? Well, he boosted me because he's wanting us to play Terraria together. Oh he's yeah! All of us. Okay. Yes. So as part of that, I really need to get soon. this platinum out of the way. This so, week, well, I'm on vacation. This week, we can. I have nothing to you play see, this week until I Friday. Love, I love Terraria so much. I'm, uh, I'm hyped. I know. I'm so glad Ooh. I got into that. Um, but anyway, so I ended up actually. I have two Vitas. I have my fat one and my slim one. Yeah. He right now is actually in between jobs, so he has a little downtime at his house. Okay. Uh, I just let him take my fat Vita, and he would just upload and download on his. So you upload from mine and then download on his, and then. So he he technically earned the platinum it's, for well, me. Well, it's the main topic of the show. We'll get to it, but it's ridiculous. You have that to we do had something. to even do something like yeah. this. Yes, and it, it was ridiculous also because there was glitches in the game that kept the platinum. Well, it wasn't a trophy glitch. It was a glitch within the game that made getting the trophy harder. And uh, speaking of Terraria, that's not a cross by game, is it? It's not a cross by game, but it's a cross play game. I have that game on Vita, and I never purchased it. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how you I have it. Minecraft, too. I never purchased that on Vita. Minecraft was cheaper on Vita. I don't think it was cross-buy. But I never no, purchased it. No, it was cross-buy with the PS4 one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, then I do. Then I did have the PS4 one. But I have Terraria. Never never bought the Vita version, but I have it. It's in my di- transaction list, and it's not the demo. So that was... That uh, maybe it was free one time. I don't know. But anyway. Maybe. Uh, I guess we need to hop into the releases. Are we going to the drop? Yeah. We want to do the drop first or do news? Uh, we can do the drop first. I don't care. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, so, once again, guys, something we kind of changed last week's episode, and it'll be the same going forward. If I do not say the release date, it is the Tuesday following the release of this video. So, the next day is the day of release on most of these games. I will let you know if it is something else. Um, typically, it'll be Thursday or Friday. Um, yeah, those Thursday ones. What with all these Neo Geo games that, I was going to say, following what has been the trend lately is another Neo Geo game coming to PS4 Digital is Last Resort. Uh, first game on the list too and Last Resort is a shoot 'em up from SNK launched in 1992 people use lasers homing shots and grenades to win the war between robots and humanity so you can kind of see the thumbnail down there those don't work for some reason but um, classic kind of like not necessarily platformer but um, kind of like spaceship side scrolling game Imager's a sack of shit <laughs> it is <laughs> uh, AFL Evolution coming out PS4 digital on May 5th, which is a Friday release. AFL, so is this rugby? Uh, that's Amer- uh, Australian Football League. So is that not rugby? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't know shit about football. Um, uh, my, my sport of choice is soccer, and even then I, I don't have the time or energy to be completely invested. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely too sure. The football looks different and almost looks like a rugby, but I don't 
You, you go ahead. I'm gonna well, I was going to say, I do know that uh, AFL Evolution brings you the most intense and feature-packed <laughs> AFL revolutionary new <laughs> gameplay system designed to capture the thrills, skills, and incitement of modern AFL. Had a little run-on sentence there. That is my fault. Well, I love that. That's what you did know because it told you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got the uh, Caligula effect coming to PS Vita Digital, um, featuring a story written by Persona veteran Tadashi Satomi. Which is, I'm going to assume, a very good, very good writer. So if he's Persona, uh, I mean, is that saying that technically it's kind of like because uh, well, it's Persona veteran. Persona, uh, but hold on, but what I'm getting at, and I'm not saying he wrote Persona Five, but isn't Persona part of the Shin Megami Tensei yes. universe? Okay, yes. Um, so you would imagine he's so, he has something to do with. Yeah, and if you look at the screenshot of this game in the in the keep, if you can kind of see the thumbnail, it looks a little bit like Persona, cool. it, um, but uh, it even sounds a little bit. Um, the Caligula effect it takes you. Inside a digital prison filled with brainwashed high school students, evil musicians, and an all-powerful virtual idol. Dreamfall Chapters coming uh, digital out on May 5th, once again a Friday release. Set in parallel worlds, one a dark cyberpunk vision of our future, the other a magical fantasy realm. Dreamfall Chapters follows two unlikely heroes on their journeys across worlds to save the very fabric of reality from falling apart. Interesting looking game for sure. Flat Out 4. Flat Out I'm 4. So, it's crazy to me that this series is coming back. People want to say Fallout 4? Get tongue-tied on that. Um, it is crazy. Um, these games were pretty fun. Nothing like Burnout, though. I love Burnout a little bit more. Uh, um, I don't know if you've seen, uh, and I actually didn't put it on the news, so I'll go ahead and tell you, the team that made Burnout, uh, Burnout 3 and all the old Xbox ones, yeah. they broke off. These are people who are ex... I can't remember the, the, the developer at the moment. Um, but anyway, they've left off and they're making, you remember a burnout threes, uh, and I think burnout two, maybe even as well, the crash mode. Yeah. Like where, where you, where you, you just, just launched into cars basically. Yeah. And you, little, and you would try and see way. if you could, how much damage yeah. you could do when you drank it up or you of course. rack it up. Yeah. I love um, that. The, they're make, they're off making their own game that's dedicated to that, and it's got better physics, better graphics, and stuff. It's a game where it's all just wreck mode. You go in, you wreck it, you see how much damage. That's pretty cool. Cost. I did like the that's driving kinda, in Burnout, which you know. Yeah, I love Burnout. Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, Flat Out Four Total Insanity is coming digital uh, out May fourth, which is a Thursday. Flat Out Four Total Insanity elevates the level of hard hitting, fast paced action in the demolition derby style racing genre. Fans will rejoice as the celebrated series offers bigger, louder, better, and more outrageous stunts and collisions. Nog, a PS4 digital title, is coming out on Tuesday. Nog is a tactile 3D puzzle game about exploring whimsical monster heads that hide inside secret worlds inside them. Filled with eye-catching designs, lively interactions, and a rich, reactive soundtrack, the handcrafted heads come to life as you grab, poke, spin, pull, and play with a uniquely charming contraption. Can't want to say run. There. Okay, as a small aside, I know this is way fuck off. Oh, I'm, that looks like football. I'm still on this stupid Australian football thing. This looks more like rugby. There's no pads. Uh, they're just... And apparently it says that the main way that you get points is by kicking the oval-shaped ball between two goalposts. So it's like... It's like rugby... Actually, it might even just be what rugby is. I'm going to look up because it, it sounds an awful lot like rugby, but I actually think rugby is somewhere in between. <laughs> okay, we well do that. Um, this is a dumb aside. I'm sorry. It's just, but, uh, I need to know. But we have a title that is what that was on last week's uh, list, so I'm not going to go through this. It was the it's the retail release for Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, um, I get to pick that up this week. Yep. I have that pre-ordered. Yep, I was going to say that's. The, I forgot about that. So that means that episode two should be coming soon. I would hope so. Um, they typically release the, the disc... It is well, after that game the just came out last week. Yeah, too. I know, but so, they yeah. typically release the disc when they're close to episode two. 
So for it to be a week apart, hopefully that they're they're pretty quick on getting these episodes out. Okay, yeah, that'll be really cool then. Yeah. Um, big, 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 oh, big old title, big, big, big one. Okay, rugby and American football or Australian football are not the same. Okay, Prey, which is coming out this week on Woo! five five. We got a Friday release for Prey, digital and retail, of course, being a big old title like this one. In Prey, you are the subject of an experiment, but things have gone terribly wrong. Your ability to survive a hostile alien onslaught will depend on your wits, weapons, and newfound abilities. So, talks briefly on that and what we played. <clears throat> Pretty fun demo. I suggest you try it out if you are iffy about the series. Oh, did you talk about the Prey demo? Did we? I don't know if we did. I Whoops. We did. Well, I played the Prey demo this week. <laughs> Pretty good demo. Has some musical glitches, but Bethesda knows about it. This next one, which is kind of... Actually, it's a, I'm a huge fan of this next one. Um, is Super Rude Bear Resurrection. Super Rude Bear, Rude Bear Resurrection, a little bit of a tongue twister there, is an ultra-tight Maso, Maso Core, Maso, Maso, I'm going to assume it's Massacore, Massacore, platformer that anyone can beat. Every time you die, your previous bodies stack up and you can jump on them, push them around, and use them as shields. Each death <laughs> makes the game slightly easier, but it's possible to beat the whole game without dying at all. This game is a platformer style game. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, so the more you die, the easier it gets. But then, hey, the less you die, the harder it is. Yeah, this next game, that Tumble Seed game, interesting. I don't necessarily know that it's something I would like, uh, but this is one where there's like a line. Yeah, and and you have to kind. Of, it's like a weird thing. Cause you got to get seeds to go through these holes, but there's other things you can pick yeah. up. Yeah, I saw that, and like I was trying to pick out screenshots for the keep, and I was just like, these all. I've never the seen same, a game like cool. it. I'm sure there is something. It's just not something I've noticed. Right, but it, it looks very because it's like a. They're saying it's a roguelike. I don't know if I can agree with that. Um, Tumble Seed is a deceptively deep roguelike uh, about balancing a seed up a dangerous and ever-changing mountain. Avoid holes and defeat corrupted creatures in this dual stick action adventure. Oh, it's dual stick. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so you, you move one stick and it moves one side up and you move the other stick and it moves the other side uh, roguelike, up. Roguelike, though? I don't know because it has something to do with like, like when you die, like something items. changes. Oh. I mean, that's really what a roguelike yeah. comes down to. You die and you come back, but it affects the world when you come okay, back. Okay, that makes sense. That may be kind of cool, then. I don't know. Last out on the list is a title called World of the World to the West coming out Friday. That's digital. all, man. Today, yeah, it's today only ten titles. Short. Pretty pretty short. A um, a teleportation mishap, a broken contract, a mysterious tree, and a foolhardy expedition set the stage for our four heroes. Follow Lumina, Terry, Nos, or Cos. And Clonington on a rip-roaring adventure full of twists, turns, through the world to the west. You think it'd be Nos, but it might be Naus. N- K-N-A-U-S. Fucking weird yeah. word. Could be. Clonington. Languages are weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it for the week. Um, as far as titles I'm interested in, I don't know if I'm going to get Prey at launch. Um, I definitely am. The game, The gameplay for me, for the gun, kind of felt a little weird. The wrench, the melee felt fine. Um, so... Well, the game is... Uh, I won't even consider the game first-person shooter. I, I've been kind of bouncing around whether I do or don't. But it's like, I don't consider... It's weird, because even though I would say that Bioshock is definitely probably going to have more shooting mechanics that matter, I would say that I don't even consider Bioshock necessarily a first-person shooter. It's more of like a, a narrative shooter adventure. You know what I mean? 
But yeah. I think this is going to be more adventure heavy. So yeah, yeah, and but yeah, that looks good. And I'm uh, be, just because of my recent tale on story driven, like those narrative games, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I need to pick up my Guardians of the Galaxy. That's why yeah, I didn't pick it up last week. And I'll, I uh, was getting that. I'll pick that up eventually. The uh, Caligula effect looks pretty cool for a Vita title, so yeah. I may pick that up as well. Okay. Um, well, I guess it's time we hop over in the news. Uh, this week has been a little odd in news. There's quite there's there's a good chunk on here, and I actually do think there was some I missed, uh, but hopefully not. Uh, see, the first thing I saw, this is right as soon as we posted Monday, uh, Sony Ben, which is the Days Gone developer, we've talked about it on this uh, show quite a bit, uh, has more than doubled its team size. It will be moving to a larger office this fall. The team has grown from 45 employees to 103. It's pretty sizable. Uh, and has no plans to scale down after releasing its current project, which is interesting because the studio has always been small. So you imagine that this is really big plans uh, for this studio. Now, right. does that mean that they have really high hopes for Days Gone? And if they do, that means that there's going to be a... Sony's got to show us something that makes everybody else just as hyped. Because don't get me wrong, people are hyped in the game. Yeah, but, but it's kind of falling by the wayside. It's going people. to, yeah, because definitely with things like The Last of Us Two being announced, and like I still think that there's there is competition there. There's layover people who are going to like both. That's why if you can get Days Gone out soon enough. Uh, and give it time between the two, it's for the better, in yeah. my opinion. as long as you don't rush it into like a, uh, a glitchy mess. Or no, 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 no. Mess. But then again, they've been working on this game since they shipped Uncharted Vita, more or less. Oh, uh, wow. That's a long time. Four, yeah, I was going to say, I can't do math. That's five years. But Maybe 13. So four to five years. Wow. I, I, I'm trying to remember if it was the Vita came out February 12 or February 13. I think it was 12. Dang, I didn't know the Vita was that old. Yeah, it's five or five or so years old. Hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, I just think it's interesting on that because they've they've always been small, even when they were doing Siphon Filter, and that was their main franchise. And then after Siphon Filter, this is their first new IP since so, PS2 because they did uh, Resistance Retribution on PSP throughout that part yeah. of the lifespan, and they did uh, Uncharted for Vita. And since then, they've been working on this game. So this could very well become a series. I don't know if it'll be a series. It just depends. It could, but I think it depends on initial reception, right? Yeah, that and I, mm, I don't know. It depends because a lot of people who have been paying attention to it really, really want it. So I think the game's going to do well. A lot of people like zombies. It's just that 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 will towards zombies is going to go down the more and more zombie stuff comes. We keep talking about that. We'll see because a. a Kind of a topic I want to get into in a different episode is that, you know, people were talking about open world fatigue forever, but then we have games like Zelda and Horizon come out that are open world games that are amazing. Yeah. And I'm going to get Watch Dogs and I, today. So, so I guess it goes to show you it's all about the game, right. not necessarily the mechanics that it's built around. Right. Because some can uh, have terrible open worlds. Yeah. So uh, next thing up on the list is PlayStation have announced that the PS Plus games for May are as follows. For the PS4, there is Tales from the Borderlands, which I'm happy because I almost bought the other day, so I'll just get it for free. Uh, and Abzu, which is that... It's made from people who left that game company, who are people that made Journey. Yeah, it looks uh, like a Journey game. And it looks like kind of a Journey ripoff, which I, I'm i going to play it because it's free. I just don't know how I'm going to feel about it yet. Yeah, it's, it's basically an underwater adventure. So for the PS3, there is Blood Knights and Port Royal 3, uh, or Royale 3, Pirates and Merchants don't know what that is and for the um vita uh there's laser disco defenders which is also a cross by with ps4 so technically a third ps4 game yep and then a fourth ps4 game with typewriter which is also the vita and ps4 crossover i don't so typewriter looks awesome it's like this weird font based game 
I was gonna say I like the name of it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But uh, it's, it's it's odd. I haven't watched a whole lot of gameplay, but I'm definitely interested in trying it out. Something to to note about these uh, the month of May's games is that Abzu is for North America. Europe does not get Abzu; they get Alienation. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a weird month. So well, no, but Europe and the other regions always get different stuff. I know. I'll, I just want Alienation. <laughs> We might get it next month. You never Good. know. I hope, I hope um, they get Abzu because I know they were on that too. Yeah. All right, so next thing up on the list is Square Enix uh, had an investor's document that surfaced that suggests that we won't be seeing Kingdom Hearts 3 or Final Fantasy 7 remake until at least 2018. Now, that does not pull away from me thinking that we see one of the two at E3. Oh, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure we'll see Red Dead Redemption I think at it's E3, time. but we won't see a release date. So it just depends. So, But they may, not, they may confirm that it's 2018. They may... Let me get into the rest of it. The document showed Square's upcoming releases, and uh, all of them had... Listen, oh, it is. <laughs> all of them were showing to be 2017. Um, 2018 and beyond. Well, some of them don't have release dates, but we know they're 2017, are saying 2017 release, and then these were specifically bracketed under, under something that said 2018 and beyond. So I guess that means we won't see them until at least 2018. Okay, yeah. But, I mean, as long as we get some release dates... And they don't need to be kind of smug like they were with Final Fantasy, where it showed originally September, then roll or November, then roll back to September, yeah. and got into November anyways. Just yeah, give us something realistic. All right, next thing up is that Activision had a reveal event for Call of Duty World War II. I'm sure everybody who's interested in that has seen it, but it happened this week. Uh, it opened with a teaser trailer showing the game, and uh, it showed to be in-engine footage. Right. Uh, and announced a private beta for those who pre-ordered the title. Uh, the beta will be available on PlayStation first. Uh, just like Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare was. Um, they announced a co-op mode with its own storyline revolving around Nazi zombies, which I'm actually disappointed in because it seems like this is just... Ta- All this is to me is taping, taking an entire step back. Now, going back to World War II is not necessarily a step back, but going back to this Nazi zombie shit kind of is because this is, this is basically World at War. That's a good thing. Uh, no. We've had that game, man. I can I can speak for a lot of the, the Call of Duty the community that the, wants a game that's boots on the ground. Boots on the ground is not the issue. Having a game that's the same goddamn game over and over and over again is the issue. What are they doing? D-Day. You know how many fucking of these war games have started with D-Day? I don't want to play D-Day But again. when was the last time that we had one? I don't want to storm Normandy Beach again. No, <laughs> I do. Nobody that's my fucking favorite thing. should. I, that, that's my favorite thing. Oh my gosh. I, I want so originality excited. in games. I was that's so what I want. And that's um, what made Infinite Warfare so great to me. Is it was the first time I was like, man, Call of Duty's really well, the yeah, same. Fuck trying and, to be the same as we've always been. Let's be fucking different. Now, some people didn't like that, and that's understandable. But at least if you're going to go back to it, like, see, ba- at least Battlefield 1 went ballsy and went to World War One instead. It was something different that you don't see often. Well, we haven't seen a World War Two game in this generation or... Bullshit! Sniper! All the sniper okay, games are in World but War that's, II. that's different, it, do- it doesn't matter, man. It is, because these are... Okay, when people who play these games... What about Wolfenstein? Wolfen- Once again, not a multiplayer-based game like Call of Duty games but are. But that's not. But multiplayer shouldn't matter because here's here's actually the thing that comes. But on Call of Duty, that's all hold that matters. On, hold to on. Like 80%. But why can't why can't you do something different and then keep that boots on the ground multiplayer? You, the multiplayer does not have to reflect the single player. Well, that's campaign. what they're doing in single player campaign. They're bringing in where you can't pick up ammo. Like you have to go physically to an ammo chest. Now, and your I, get health the, regions, I get they're saying health regions, which just you know sounds like resistance to me. Also, again, and I mean maybe or Wolfenstein. I mean, yeah, with with health packs, it just comes out to I don't know. That's we're getting into a completely different. Right. Topic, I'm excited for it. I'm not excited. But oh, I can't wait. For people who are, I just think it's ridiculous they're going back to Nazi zombies. At least if they're going to make a co-op mode with a different storyline, why not do something fucking original? Well, they did. Uh, they tried that in Ghost. It was Aliens, and people hated that. I thought Aliens was in um, Advanced Warfare. 
It might have been. Something was... Which was Sledgehammer, which is the same people who were making this one. I'm pretty sure it was. It might have been, yeah. It was Because it was like Exo Survival was the most. Yeah, because Ghost, there was that bus. Okay, so yeah. Um, people hated it. But what it comes down to, it doesn't It doesn't matter. If they're going... If they're basically saying that it's co-op mode, but this has got a storyline. Well, the zombies doesn't typically have a storyline. So this is them trying to introduce a storyline in. Why go... If they're just wanting to do a co-op mode, why do zombies again? Well, the thing is, is that they're... Believe it or not, there's also... We don't need to get too No, no, I'm just saying that there is a zombies community, aside from the multiplayer community, and then there's, like, the single-player people. But why every year, man? Because it's it's given... Some some of these people buy the game for zombies, and that's given them a reason to buy the game. Well, anyway, also shown was a brief uh, clip of an online hub area, and this is something I figure you'd be interested in, that showed uh, an uh, area similar to Destiny's Tower, where all people who are online kind of show up in a hub... Before you go out and do your I don't, I don't really care about that. I think it's interesting. I think that, because it may show that we're actually going to get something different in their multiplayer. What if the multiplayer ends up being a little more like Destiny's? Like, what do you mean? Like, gameplay-wise? No, I mean, not necessarily gameplay-wise. I mean, that, here's the thing. Does multiplayer also see non-regenerative health? Probably not, no. I don't know. Because um, Call of Duty has always had weird campaign differences. Well, I don't know. I don't think that they've confirmed whether multiplayer has that or not. But. No, they haven't. Um, but uh, with... Any first-person shooter game that's not Destiny. I like quick, like, team deathmatch, go, and then it's finding me a game, then I'm yeah. in the game. I don't want to... Well, I don't know. It just depends people. on the way that they... If there's some kind of external gear that... I mean, you never know. I, it, I don't think it would be gear that you would wear to enhance your character. It would be gear that you wore to change your character's look, maybe. Well, Something see, like Resistance did or like Destiny does, this where, is where your gear doesn't isn't affected by... When you go to multiplayer, your gear doesn't and affect this, your And character. this is where, for me, in, in World War II, that would be a negative, because I think that, you know, cooler tech in this age would be that'd be cooler to happen when you have like like night vision goggles and all kinds of techie stuff on you oh yeah but you could be wearing ghillie suits or something i mean to be fair i guess they didn't have that back then but uh the game launches on november 3rd for those who are interested uh the next thing up is that uh something i talked about i think two weeks ago the near automata 2b costume for cat in gravity rush 2 has been confirmed for release in the west the uh free dlc releases may 5th so that's pretty cool. I, w- I definitely want to hop into that and see what that's going to be like. Um, over on Twitter, developer Gorilla Games has announced that there will be an official, and actually it's going on right now, uh, an official Horizon Photo Mode competition. Uh, from now until June 24th, there will be a weekly submission period and a winner every week. So the prize is a one-of-a-kind art print of your entry photo, so that's kind of cool. That is kind of um, cool. And I just put this in because I thought it was interesting. The print size of the photo will depend on whether the photo was taken on, or the screenshot was taken on a PS4 Pro or a base PS4 unit. So if you're interested, head over to Gorilla's uh, Twitter and they have more information of it over there. So it, it runs for a while and it's not a crazy competition, but I think it's a cool. Those idea. are good prizes too because photo prints like that are can be they can be huge, can be yeah. They, if you go to the site, it shows you what the size of the photo prints yeah, are. Yeah, they get ridiculous price um, being big. Next up, Capcom have announced that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite will be releasing on September 19th, 2017. They have also announced the Collector's Edition, which looks dope if you haven't seen it, Saul. Yeah. Uh, featuring I'm not six ever gonna buy light up Infinite Stones. I'm debating just because I want the Mega Man X, but I don't know. Um, and the Iron Man looks kind of cool, but I don't really care about the Captain Marvel. So, uh, features six light up Infinite Stones that glow and interlocking statues of Mega Man X, Chun Li. Iron Man and Captain Marvel. The uh, collector's edition is priced at one ninety nine ninety nine, which is not crazy considering how much you get. Uh, they haven't confirmed a height on the statues. I'm gonna assume somewhere around seven inches per, but who knows? Yeah. 
Um, That's about reasonable height. Yeah. Uh, next up, Neo uh, DLC, Dragon of the North, will be releasing May 2nd, so that's the day after this goes live. The DLC takes place after the events of the main storyline and sees William facing off against Lord Masamune Date, or Date, I don't know how the hell you say those weird Japanese words. <laughs> uh, uh, that's all for that. I didn't want to dig too far into it. For people who haven't really played Neo, it's... I thought it was important to note that it will take place, or people who have played it but not beaten it, it does take place after the events of the story. Uh, next up, update 1.09 is now live for Final Fantasy 15. The patch weighs in at a pretty hefty 4.64 gigs uh, and aims to stabilize the PS4 Pro support as well as bring a few other things. So first off, uh, we get stable mode, which is exclusive to the PS4 Pro. Uh, and saw that focuses on giving much better frame rate performance, which Good. I mean, the name pretty much tells you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if you knew the last update they added, they added full pro support, but some people were complaining that the game actually ran worse. Oh yeah. Um, on, on the pro. So this is to fix that and to kind of give an option for people who have the pro, but want to keep that nice steady frame rate. Um, so good to hear, um, and let's see. Um, so yeah, stable mode adds frame rate stability. It also brings with it support for increasing font size for the menus, equipment, and subtitles, which is interesting just for accessibility purposes. Yeah. Um, mob hunts come back, which is something they've done uh, periodically with a new ranking system. And the regalia gets new stickers and music for the music player. This uh, is such a weird Final Fantasy. <laughs> I think it's cool that they're doing it this way. But then again, this is the first Final Fantasy with updates and DLC. Yeah, this so. is... Uh, well, not necessarily updates, but you know, or what DLC, DLC style. Technically, uh, lastly, 14. the update adds the Afro Sword, which looks like a turntable along the blades, uh, or the blade of the sword, uh, which is inspired by DJ Afrojack. Uh, so I like that. And as a small aside, um, I didn't actually put it on here, but I saw it a couple minutes ago. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen online uh, is also getting a PS4 Pro batch uh, that will give it 1080p 60 frames per second for those that are interested. And I think there was another mode that gives it uh, a bumped resolution but 30 frames per second. Highly recommend so, the game. It just depends. I wonder if it'll look closer to the PC version because the PC version is very pretty. That's yes. where I played it. I actually never played it on PS4. Oh, I wish you'd like it on PS4 because I love that game. <laughs> I just don't have time for an MMO, man. That's true. I don't either, <laughs> but I want to. Yeah. All right, so uh, I guess that is everything we had to go through for cleanup on there. Uh, so I guess it's time to go into exactly what we want to talk about with this week's episode, and that is trophies and how we think. I don't want to, I guess we already said how would we fix them, but I guess what I really want to say is that not all trophies are broken. Not all trophies are designed poorly. But what it comes down to is that there are a lot of trophies that definitely I've come head to head with yep. where the designing of the trophies basically makes it to where getting the platinum is ridiculous when it comes to you. So like a perfect example of this is I'm very, very close to the platinum on destiny. Uh, the reason I've stopped pursuing a platinum on destiny and getting the other ones I have uh, to get is that there's one trophy, which is like a perfect raider or something flawless like that. Raider. Flawless raid. Uh, and it's where no one on your, and I know you know this cause you, you play a lot of destiny, but no right. one on your fire team or, Whatever. I guess fire, it's fire yeah. team there. Yeah. Uh, no one in your fire team can die during the raid. Right. At all. <clears throat> and right. now the bullshit of that, in my opinion... Except Warlocks. And now the bullshit of that, in my opinion... <clears throat> excuse me. Is that... Why? Because Warlocks can revive? Sunsinger, yeah. But uh, does, does that not count as a death? No, it doesn't. Interesting. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, that's the right class name. I think I just looked at it. But go ahead. That sounds right. But okay, so you can't get the pla- uh, the, the problem with I'm having with that is I've run through that a couple times, and we've I've run through a specific raid, the easiest one, Crota's End, um, and it gets to the point where even if I run through the entire raid and I don't die, which is based off of my skill. I don't get the trophy just because I couldn't control that someone else couldn't die. Now, what I think the bullshit on that is, is that I feel like trophies, even in even in these online-based uh, games, because that's exactly what Destiny is, I feel like the trophies should be up to what you can do. The trophies should not rely on what the other people around you should do. Because it's not fair for you to not get a trophy just because somebody isn't as good. Or possibly, I've seen this happening, uh, where someone comes up and joins you, goes through the whole thing, and then just a dick and dies on purpose because they know you're trying to get the, the trophy. So online trolls definitely have their own issue there. Um, so Saul, I mean, you're somebody who's played a lot of Destiny. How do you feel about that? I feel like that trophy, I'm I'm not trying to fight them Destiny. I would like to. Um, but Destiny, and I love Destiny. Um, that may be one of my favorite experiences out of this generation. Not necessarily games, but the, the, the memories and fun I've had with that game. But with Destiny 2 being announced, and I already have a maxed out Destiny character, I don't see a reason to go back to Destiny. Um, well, I see that. I see that. To get the trophy, you know... We, not necessarily boosting, but we could find people that would help us with the only intention of doing the raid is to stay alive. Um, and that's yeah, where it kind of gets in that gray area. And, of, and, and I get that, but do you not feel like it's unfair for me to not get a platinum just because, A, I don't have enough friends who I can trust, or B, that maybe I have people who can play with me, but they're not as good and they can't control that. You get what I'm saying? That's the weird thing with and trophies. And I guess that's the issue. The, the, the fact of the trophy in general... I can see you can't do raids by yourself necessarily unless you... Oh, you can. You, you can. can do, you can do that raid flawlessly by but, yourself. But some of them won't let you get through them without other people. Actually, Crota's End's a perfect example. You can't get through that section. No, you can now. You can go through Crota's, the Crota's End, the bridge. You can do that by yourself. You can do that when? entire... That, you can do that since, I think, uh, Age of Triumph. You can do that entire thing see, by yourself. And maybe that's a way to fix it because then it comes down on you. But then again, does the raid actually scale the difficulty down to accommodate for one person? No. It's still the same, like difficulty. You gotta do tricks and that you you uh let me let me double check real quick that it's after Age of Triumph. But uh... Well I'm gonna get to it. You, we can come back to that for a second, but other trophies I feel like have the same issue. And they're games that I had interest in platinuming because I love the games and I would like to do it, but it's just a hassle to do it. So another perfect example is what we were talking about earlier, where Mod Nation Racers on Vita specifically, this is the one I, I gravitated towards the most because I like the Vita and I like the way they ended up working with that uh, mechanically wise. They mixed some of the stuff from the PS3 and PSP games and just made it really, really well done. Um, yeah, this is from March, <clears throat> so you could still do it as of this day. Okay. I don't know if they fixed it since then. We'll see. Uh, but... For Mod Nation Racers, as you know, the, the problem servers. I have with that trophy is that, okay, servers are pulling down. Now, the issue with servers pulling down, and it's an issue that I have both ways with this, is that, A, I think the fact that they have trophies, the trophies in question that I needed to get were um, get 50,000 experience, uh, creator experience, and then become level 28 as a creator. Now, the problem I have with both of those is I get that these games are built around this play, create, share mentality. Yeah. Um and that's the kind of but before it even comes to the server issue, it comes down to that's not skill based. That comes down to me having to rely on other people to download my shit, and it's, it's a lot to download your crap enough times to get to level twenty eight to get this platinum. You're right. So those counts are ridiculous. Uh, what if you don't have internet but you want to play on the game? Yeah, you got. But luck. then again, 
that's why I say games like Destiny, the fact that they have online-based trophies makes sense. You son of a... <laughs> I was trying to move it. It didn't tell you. It'll, it'll pop back up. Okay. Give it time. It, okay. that make, it worries me when... Okay, there we go. Like, anyway, so with uh, Mod Nation Racers and this online thing, the game is not inherently online. And definitely, right. since, definitely since they didn't even have online multiplayer, you had to be ad hoc or the only online aspect of the game was downloading creations. The issue I have there is that the, there shouldn't be these trophies that keep you from getting the platinum because you had to rely on someone else. And that's the base argument of all this. Little Big Planet Vita, Little Big Planet PS3, all these games, they come down to there's always trophies that are based around your stuff. It'd be different, again, if it was get one person to download, uh, you know, publish a level and get one person to download it. Right. Or get one person, one person to rate it. Because you could get one friend to probably yeah. do it. You know, it's, it's workable. But when you're relying on... Just about anybody. 30 or 40 or... I mean, it takes like 30 or 40 people to download every creation slot. And you get 30 creation slots, I think. So... Oh, well, that's a lot then. You, you put 30 things out there and you have to get 30 people to download yeah, and rate. Yeah, that's a good amount. To download and rate every single one of your creations. So download-wise, you're talking about, you know, 900 downloads or some crap. Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, so... With that, it's just it feels like I'm being torn away, and definitely once the servers coming back to that side of the argument, once the servers are down, those trophies are actually no longer no longer even achievable. So what you're doing is you're setting up a game to eventually one day be to where you can't even like so say. And Mod Nation isn't that old, so I mean it is and it is. It was a launch game, so it's four to five years old. But you know, what about Killstrain? Another example. Oh yeah, that's does Killstrain that, have any online like, trophies? Yeah, less than a year old and it's being shut down now. So yeah. So what about or, that? If I don't even know if that game has a platinum, but if there is a platinum, now you can't get it. Well, see, and that's my big thing is that if and it's, it's a game I don't know about to be fair, right? But I assume that there are online based trophies with that game, right? And uh, a lot of people who are going to come into this video, they're not going to mainly agree with some of this stuff, but there trophy is a huge a, community for this. For the and, trophy hunts. And, now, yeah. and here's the perfect example. When you know with a game like Mod Nation Racers, because the, the, the Platinum is so hard to get because you have to rely on other people, people have banded together and made a download for download thread. Where you go in and you add your name and you message right. people and you and it's not download their stuff boosting, and then they download your stuff. But it's more convenient. It, it is in a way. But here's the problem. It's that gray area. For the longest time, I came in that game, you know, I played it at launch, but I didn't get the urge to want to platinum it until like a year ago. Right. When I picked the game up again. It's been like a year and a half, actually. Uh, when I picked the game up and started playing it again. Um uh, and I saw, I got every other trophy besides the download ones, right? And there's more than just these two and that are already pains in the asses, but I managed to get them with this download for download thread, right? right. Well, the download for download thread was so dead that it took me months to get some of these other trophies. And then it got to the point where it's so dead, I wasn't, there was no way I was ever going to hit this 50,000 experience or what you need for level 28 is 100,000 experience. And then the trophies glitched. So you actually normally have to go around 120,000 before worst. it pops. So. With this specific game in mind, of course, they announced that the uh, the servers are going to be shut down as July 1st. So what happens? The download for download thread blows the hell back up, right? So that's a good thing. Right. Because everybody is going back and like, oh, I need to get this trophy before. Now, I got screwed over and it's not part of the main topic, but I do want to say uh, something happened with the game where it showed that I had 28 creation slots taken up with items that aren't even mine. And, oh. and, you know, they're separated by mods, cards, and tracks. But even when you're just on my mod tab, it shows tracks, cards, and mods. So, apparently, it's a de it's a common glitch. And no one knows when it stops. But the chances of it stopping before the server shut down is low. So, it's, I had to delete the one track I had published and the one um, 
cart I had published and just published two mods. So what me and Cody ended up having to do, that's why he ended up taking my Vita, is that for a week straight, every night while I was in the middle of playing Far Cry, he would I would publish my two, he would download them, tell me he was done, I would unpublish them and republish them. So he'd constantly so he download. Call, he'd stack them all up. And it, dude, he would have had to do, I mean, I got 280 or so experience every time he downloaded both my creations and rated them. So he would have had that's to do that 400 oh or 500 times. Yeah. And that's why we were like, screw it. And like we got, we did it like 150 times, and he was like, let me just come grab your Vita. And we did it that way. Yeah, so I think that there's a weird, because you can't necessarily have a one-and-done guideline for your trophies because so many different no, types No, no, it won't work. Yeah, and won't uh, work. with multiplayer games, it's that weird kind of gray area of that there being servers. And should there be trophies in multiplayer games that also have single player games and if there should be should they be like the easy ones like win your first match play your first match come in first you know if it's a racing game or you know you came in last kind of like a Dark Souls trophy you died um, stuff like that because it gets to a point of like where for trophy hunters they it becomes dependent on the game they want so like let's yeah. say if I was wanting to go platinum MLB the show is a good example because that's currently one of the hardest games to platinum. Uh, the I baseball game, that. yeah, it's it's currently the uh, one of the most grindiest games you have to platinum. And there are people who are completionists who just want to get the platinum in order to just feel like they've they're 100 percent done. They can with move the game. on. Yeah, and when I start up a game, you know, I can't go through a hallway and leave every corridor untouched. I have to go through and look at everything. And that's how people treat trophies: is that um, they get one, they're like. They go through the list, you know, avoiding spoilers, and then they see all the ones they want. The big issue is, uh, for me, not all games have platinums. Yeah, and that's yeah. ridiculous. I, well, yeah, but that's a, and and I will say I do think. I guess I'll, I'll, there's been times where back in the day I'd be like, this game it makes sense that they have a platinum, but then other games that are similar of size and scope come out and they have a platinum, and you're just like, well, how the hell did this My Name Is Mayo game that quite literally is 45 minutes of tapping on a screen or whatever, yeah. how does it have a platinum? See, that's my biggest issue. But, but something like, uh, perfect example, Kingdom Hearts uh, Birth by Sleep 0.2. Uh, the one that came out on right. the 2.8 doesn't have a platinum. Doesn't have a platinum, and that game takes like three hours to beat. Even better example, there's a gold trophy and entwined. You remember that dragon game where you fall yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you didn't know what play that, it. it has that one gold trophy. You know what it is? Collect all of the trophies. The gold to the gro the gold axe of the platinum. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that, it, that is stupid. Um, but there's always been like these. Even going back to Xbox 360 days for me and achievement hunting, not something I did. But I always thought about, like, how should games like Halo deal with achievements? Like, should they have, for beating the campaign on hard, the hardest difficulty, Legendary, should you net 80% of the achievements for doing that, and then 10% more of the achievements should be accomplishing other things in campaign, then 10% be a multiplayer? Because not every game you want to go back to in Platinum is going to have an active multiplayer. And this is almost the epitome that, of saying... That's where my argument yeah. comes in. It's like, you know, you're talking about these games, but... And I guess that's the thing. Like Halo and Call of Duty, they kind of make sense, right? <clears throat> right. And but I still, I gotta tell you my personal opinion. I was gung ho for Platinum and Infinite Warfare. And if you go look at my trophies right now, I have every trophy I need Except besides the, the ones. zombie ones because oh. I don't have anybody that wants to do zombie mode with me. And it's not really that fun. And I don't really feel like doing it on my own. So what it ends up doing is I can't platinum the game now because they tie trophies intrinsically to something I have to rely on someone else's help for. Yeah, and then like what you'd end up having to do is go. 
probably to like our trophies on Reddit and say like, hey guys, anybody want to get Infinite Warfare with me? See, but I don't want to play. That's what I'm no, saying. That's what, that's what you'd be forced to do is yeah. what I'm saying. Which I mean, that, that's, and that's, a, that's a different argument. I guess it depends on what it comes down to. But see, games like Destiny, uh, and, and I use Destiny as a very specific example because like uh, Destiny, the, the Division. Um, we'll see in Destiny is one. Games that are inherently, Destiny's perfect example because it is an online game. Yeah, I'll say Destiny. You cannot play that game. And, and I guess that comes down to you don't have to worry about servers shutting down on that because it Destiny probably, is online. Yeah. Once the servers are down, you can't play the game at all. So you right. can't platinum if and you don't if you're not there in the limelight. But a game like Mod Nation, you can pick that up three years from now on Vita, as long as they don't remove it from the store for some weird reason. Right. And you can get every trophy besides these online related ones. Right. And there um, And then so what does that mean? One thing you meet me and Cody are bounced between doing this, he's saying he feels like, you know, if they're gonna do this to a game and shut down um shut down these servers that they need to build something into the game that when you go to when you play the game it just pops it all automatically pops all online trophies if you cannot get them anymore. there was a game and i can't remember what it was i remember seeing somebody talk about where it didn't have a platinum but they got all the trophies for it they went back to play it again and it popped the platinum they updated the game with the platinum nice so that is something that is very i didn't know they could do that i fair. didn't know that either and for all i know you know it was posted on reddit it could be very fake but um you know a lot of people were saying that that's a very good idea so that could very well work on games like Entwine, where that game really needed a platinum. Like, come on, you don't put a gold trophy in there that says get all the pl- get all the other trophies. That that is the platinum. Yeah, it's not, that, it's that one's not. really dumb. Um, and you know, from an outsider looking in on these trophies, is you know, it's like this is just a bunch of numbers and stuff like that. But when you get like into it, you learn to play games a little bit differently in the sense of. You approach him. Yeah, like whenever else. Okay, so Titan Souls is a great example. I never would speed run a game. I've never done that. I've never really wanted to do that. I've watched people but do it. But now you have a new drive. But yeah, so Titan Souls, one of the trophies, beat the game in 20 minutes. And I did it. I got the platinum for that game. And doing it, and I was like, this is cool. You know, this is, a, this is a different way to play this game that I wouldn't have done previously. And... Going through Bloodborne, same thing. Them Yharnam, uh, what are they called? Chalice Dungeons, those things suck. I hate those things so much. Uh, so repetitive, so worthless to me. Some of the best boss fights are in there. Some of the hardest boss fights are in there. There's a Chalice Dungeon where you have to fight the... Um, Queen the, of Yharnam or whatever? No, no, that was easy. The Omnigala, or how oh, do you really? say that thing with half health? And being like a level... I don't know, hundreds plus. Uh, that was some New Game 7 plus character uh, that I had. It was hard, and I almost gave up there. But, you know, I, I just started trophy hunting this January. See, but that was still that was still skill-based. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And, and, and I know that you're they, not arguing my opinion, but yeah, that's what I mean. That's a perfect took, example. If they took that out, you'd be stuck. Um, but as somebody who just started trophy hunting this January, and I've gotten... 11 10 platinums i think in that time it, it's definitely something that's interesting is that you do learn to play these games at a different sp- perspective and look at them so there are going to be people i'm sure that are going to watch this or that they're not going to disagree they're going to disagree with us because they're like well you should have picked that game up two years ago and well yeah and i'm sure that people have that argument but i don't really think people who want to play people play games at their own pace and they come to them at their own pace. right so what if it came down to something in life is strange i it was tied intrinsically to some online feature that 10 they years up, from now you that they ended playing. up taking away why should i not be able to platinum that game just because 
Yeah, like Platinums need more thought, in my opinion. There okay, needs so to be... I guess what it comes down to, you know, we, our, our our little intro statement was, how would we fix Platinums? Or how would we fix trophies? Uh, and I guess that inherently includes how would we fix the ability to get Platinums? So yeah. we've already kind of talked about one thing is is that we can't there can't be one rule, but there does need to be a general guideline for the type of game. So I say my opinion on this is that a game like Destiny... Mm-hmm. It can have these intrinsically online tied uh, trophies because that's what they are. Yeah. The game is intrinsically online. So I think that my opinion is it should be smarter and it should be more forward thinking and not having trophies that rely on other people because that's really only that's one of the only ones. Now see, and that's it's unfair because of the skill of other people. Uh, now to be fair, the same can be said in in Destiny. There's a trophy where you have to go through a raid with your clan. But all right. you have to do is go th- is complete the raid. You don't have to worry about if you die or not. Right. You can and have a crappy clan, but get through it and be fine. And, well, depending on the... Which is skill-based, and it is skill-based on other people because you still have to get through the thing. Yeah. But there comes an intrinsic value. It's like, you know, having to rely on the other people when you've done your perfect bit, it's hard. It's, it's hard to want to do people like that. So I'll, But I still want to pull those games away. While I don't think there should be those trophies, for my opinion... I think that that's a battle that's, you know, there's there's two different sides for it. But I think when you're looking at something like Mod Nation Racers, that has no real intrinsic online value. Why do you put these trophies in there? Games like Little Big Planet, you know, when you're shutting servers down for things eventually and you keep people from getting the platinum for a game that is otherwise you can get 99% of the trophies in without multiplayer, that ruins the game. So my thing is, is if you make a single player a single player heavy game, and that really is your main focus. Like Wolfenstein. Like Wolfenstein. Like mod nation because really the focus is play create share oh, well, but the, the the focus is as a kart racing game the focus is to get through the levels the kart racing and actually you get it without any online trophies at all you get about 78 percent of the trophies well yeah that, in that game wolfenstein for me is a bad example then because that has no online that's true so, literally yeah. no online so um, but mod nation has this weird back end not real online even if there was online multiplayer you don't need that what it comes down to is that there needs to be trophies that you can't either get once the server is down. They, I would say those trophies need to go by the wayside, or they need to have some a system in place where when that happens and these servers go down, it pops them for it you. pops them for you. Right. And I and I and I don't know how hard that would be to do. I don't even know if it's possible, but I would like it to be something. I mean, we can't change our names or any of the stuff yeah, that you ridiculous. would expect. But you know. That's why, is it something they can code into the game with an update? Like a final update they push out? Or is it even worth it for them to do that? Or can it be on the trophies back end where they update that they, trophy they, list? They just need a Past ha- that date where anybody who ever plays that game, those trophies are automatically there in ping. The biggest thing that irritates me is that they know there's a huge community for trophy hunting. They, and don't get me wrong, it's, it's, it's a huge community when you're looking at it, but in a, as a community of it's, people... It's not something you typically think about. As, as a community of people who play games as a whole, I would say... Everybody who plays on PS4, so you're talking about they just passed 60 million, right? right. So 60 million PS4 users. Mm-hmm. Out of all those 60 million, it, it's a big group, but I guarantee you the like group is like a 2 million, something. 2%. Yeah. So 10%, maybe. So, you know? But they know that this is something that they can improve upon. They don't even have one person to look over at this because I was, I was kind of going through <sighs> and just kind of looking through problems people have had just to get some examples and to kind of get a bearing. so when you say looking over it, though, and, do you mean like a, a curator somebody well, who looks maybe like at a, trophies maybe like in? a director or like a um a single like i was looking at a a, 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 um, a thread and somebody was telling me that they were having issues so they contacted sony europe support then sony europe support was saying something differently than sony american support and it's like like in these kind of things like with trophies there needs to be a division almost 
like a support center because people are from the, a business perspective that's that's it, hard to sell because like i said it's because not it, a big you enough. have to staff it and you have to pay these people but at the same time, if they're going to put effort into even doing a trophy system, they might as well do it right. That's true. Because the the problem is, is that like, even on Xbox, you can look at your progress in each trophy. You're 98% done with this trophy. You can't do that on PC. Well, unless it's built into the game. Yeah, unless it's built into the it's game. It's not it, built into the operating system like it is on Xbox. Right. So now, like, don't wrong. They're taking steps forward. I like that yeah. they made it to where trophies, uh, if it's a hidden trophy, you can go to your trophy list and you can hit triangle and see that, it. That's see fantastic. It. That's great. I, I do love that. Because that, two years ago, they updated that, I think? No, or? no, no. That was with episode 4. Point, um, episode. Not 4.5. update 4.0, I'm pretty sure. Was it? Okay, so about um, a year ago then. Um, so... I don't know. What I would say is that with uh, with all that going down, I would love somebody to be like, what would it even be? Like your trophy director, I guess, would Trophy work. scientist someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a trophy scientist. Well, like, and I don't mean like a specific person, like one single person. I just mean okay, like... Okay, but should it, fall on, should it fall on Sony or should it fall for every developer to hire somebody who looks at their trophies and go, these make sense or these don't make sense? Or because it's, well, it shouldn't be because technically games are multi-platform, right? So do you? It's the the burden would fall on Sony at that point, right? Right. And because, I get what you're saying with if you're going to put trophies there as an option, you should have things that work towards making sure people can get that and use yeah, that functionality. If have, you're going to sell it as a back end reason, like well, we have trophies and for they, people who like this, because it, it's what it is. Is trophies is a reason to get you into an ecosystem, right? It, the more that you start to get these trophies, and the more you start caring about trophy hunting, the less you want to play a game on Xbox. You go, well, if I play that game over here. I get trophies. I can bump that trophy level up. Honestly, after, but see, you get people to care like that by having trophy systems that are fair and that make sense, and they don't don't keep people from platinuming. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> and see, honestly, though, like you have these numbers at the top of your like when you're on your PS4 home menu and you see how many platinums you have and how many bronzes and how many golds, how many silvers. You see all these trophies that you have. They put that in there because they know people like looking at that stat. So I mean, if you're going to implement these things and you're going to get like they know people trophy hunt. They yeah. they are very they very do. aware of that. They fact. would they would have not started trophies if it, if they didn't look at achievements and see that a it's an interesting system yeah. and a way to add value to a game that you may have quit playing once you beat it. Yeah, to, but to now, finish But now it you're looking at these challenges, basically. Right. And it's go, a list. Can I you do that? Check off. Can I do that? Yeah. And you just do it. And then no, you feel great. good when you get them all yeah, after you're great. specifically going. Um, so, you know, they know people look at this. They know there's communities out there. So they just need to kind of buckle down and a little bit more of quality control, really, is all it really comes down to. Well, I think that one of your points is good. I think, and, and I mean, it may not be with trophies as trophies are designed, but I do think there needs to be trophy prog- uh, progression. Yeah. I think you need to be able to look yeah. at your progression and through like, something. If you know, because that's a big, that's a problem sometimes. You'd be like, i got to get 50 kills with this one weapon, and I don't even know what it is. Yeah, that's true. And, um, and like, I, I don't know how many, or you know, not that you don't, but you don't know how many you already have. Right. And you just kind of blindly go. Yeah, so There's something like, wrong, yeah, you'll stumble on it eventually, but it'd be nice to look and go, I've already got Wolf- 30 of those kills. Wolfenstein had the best system where it's all in its menu. You can go see how many more you need and then it's... Yeah, it's- but see, that's digging. That's digging through Wolfenstein's thing. It'd be nice yeah, yeah, if I there know. was... It'd be really cool if they found no, a saying- way to make it pop up. And uh, I want to say on 360, Gears of War, it was built into Gears of War, but when you're playing the game and you get one kill and you like say you needed 30 kills with the Lancer or whatever, or Uncharted, you need 50 kills with the Yeah, it's like one gun. out of 50. It'd be cool, and it's something that Gears actually did. It'll say one out of 50 or 32 out of 50. Yeah, and That would be awesome. Well, what I was comparing was, like, what was the Wolfenstein system and how great that was. That's something that... At least it's there. Yeah, and something that Sony can kind of take note from of when you pull up these trophies and you go to like LMG kills, 
you know, I don't know how well that works in a software kind of world where if it will tell you, I don't know how you pull that information in. I'm sure there's a way, but is it built in? Is is that way easily put in and and integrated into the see? The, that's the way I mean. that trophies pull information. I don't know. That's interesting because you know they have to pull information from the game because they pop because you got 50 kills, so they know how many kills you're keeping track of. I just well, like the game does. how complicated. Yeah, but how complicated is that to interface it into a menu that's outside of the game? Uh, but Xbox does it to an extent, uh, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I want, don't know. I want uh, just a little bit of update and just to show that they care. And you know, I would like that too. It's if you've never thought of trophy hunting, I never did until January, and I was like, I'm gonna platinum Bloodborne, and then I was like, while I'm doing that, I'm gonna do Dark Souls two and Dark Souls three. No. Um, then I went to Titan Souls, did Titan Souls, uh, and somewhere in there you that, snuck in that stupid Mayo game. Yes. So, uh, in between Sound Shapes and I think Order. Okay. Sound Shapes. I needed a break because I was gonna. I I I needed to break something. That game was ridiculously hard. So I guess at RG. this point, what we say is that I guess we both agree that there should be guidelines to help the trophies be more fairly designed, right? To help the game and what works for the game. Online games that are intrinsically online, let them have these online trophies. But you know, single player games, if you're going to include the online trophies, if you're going to include, and I think sometimes you you look at the value of what that online trophy really adds, and you either take it out of the game or you make a, a failsafe to where if you ever shut down servers, they pull them. That seems or, or, reasonable. Or pop them. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Pull. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they like... They could pop them or they could pull them. That would be interesting. And just delete the trophies out. So if you're when, missing all that, online... When they pull the servers, they, they delete these well, online-based trophies. that would lower the value of Yeah, the, but you would still get your platinum, which is still in the most... It's fair because you feel like you got what you deserve out of it, which is that you got every trophy that you could possibly get. Yeah. Because the way it works is like these weird percentage-based... Yeah, um, and it would it would affect the way that that platinum adds numbers. up for people who got the platinum later. And actually, I guess if you deleted the trophies, it would delete it from the people who who already... Uh, I didn't even know you could do that. You can go through and delete your trophy... Uh, oh, I don't know what the number's called. You can go through and delete your trophy info. But you can only delete it on games you don't have any trophies on. That must have been all the ones I was deleting on then. Yeah. So, what it comes down for me, and what I'm saying is that... And, and, and my, my thought's actually wrong. Because if they made it to where you could... If they just deleted the trophies, it would also delete for people who fairly earned them. And I don't want to do that. So I think that you just oh, yeah. let everybody pop them. Yeah. Um, and that's... You know, in games and in special cases like that, I think that multiplayer-based trophies should be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most famous things that I can think of thinking of a multiplayer achievement or trophy is that going back to Halo 3 is you have to get a Spartan laser kill and you have to go through two people. Yeah. You had to boost for that. You could yeah. not get that accurately. I never have met or played with somebody who claimed that they got that accurately. They all boosted it. And you nobody know, like, even lied about there it. There are people, nobody even lied about it. There are people out there who did get that out of skill. I know. I've seen videos. Well, yeah, but, because you'll just see people line up and then they'll shoot and they got, you know, there's a little bit of luck in there. But, you know, you, you get these people who they have to boost. And back then, you changed your region to Portuguese, and then you played only on Portuguese. Halo, like, you, I forgot what you had to do. But it was, you had to go through a, a hassle to do it. Um, and I think that there just needs to be not necessarily anything changed, just more thought that goes into Take the hassle out of it. Well, yeah, and see, like... Because, I mean, and that does require change. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying go back and retroactively patch these other games. The, but moving forward, think more about what you're doing. Well, yeah, but the thing is, though, is that... And I know this is like not necessarily a minority of it, but is that for you to think Flawless Raider is, is unfair because we don't have people to play with there are people who got that trophy, no problem, because they have a lot of people to play with. It's not and about people to play with. It's about, this, it's about relying on someone else's skill. 
Right, and that's what I'm saying is the thought of how these trophies work is that yeah. they thought that Destiny is, you know, huge. And, they, and that's they, why I pulled my complaint from that one a little right. bit because I get that by the nature of what the game you're is, supposed to play the trophy makes constantly. a little more sense. Yeah, and you're but so- if they would change the trophy to be like if you run through a trophy and you don't die, you get the trophy. You know what I'm saying? Or if you run through the raid, sorry. Uh, if you run through the raid and you don't die, you get the trophy because you did your part. I want, oh yeah, and see that would be the that would be a fair a fair version. Um, yeah, I still think I, I'm not gonna fight them, Destiny. I, I I always want to go back and play Destiny because I love the game, but I just don't have a reason to. So, so it's, it's interesting. Well, I guess we went a little long on that one. Uh, actually, longer than I thought. We had a little more to talk about than I would have uh, I would have anticipated yeah. uh, initially, but. Trophies are not a thing. Some people love them. Some people don't. Uh, uh, if you like trophies, let us know your thoughts on what you would like to see trophies do differently or how you'd like to see them fixed. Uh, you can tweet them at us. Uh, our Twitter is Triangle Squared, uh, at Triangle S-Q-R-D. Um, again, you can tell us your thoughts on there. You can uh, give us ideas if you would like us to talk about something uh, that you would like to hear. Then you can tell us about it on there, and we would love to cover that uh, at some point in date. Uh, don't forget know, to shoot us a Gmail. Triangle squared. At oh gmail.com. yeah! If you would like to email us in instead, if you don't want to have a, a Twitter or make a Twitter, uh, you can always email us at triangle squared podcast, spelled exactly like it, uh, spelled all the way out at gmail.com. Uh, so uh, that looks like that's going to be the it for this episode. So tune in next week and we'll figure something out. So <laughs> fine. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys.